Yo, what's up guys? Welcome to Faded Town, the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. These are facts. You can look them up in a book, go on Pokestats. We're in season two, boys and girls. <laughs> we have our guy that uh, left us last week. He's back. I let, him, back. I let him back, guys. I let him back. I'm, I'm here. I'm testing him out one more time. <laughs> we got Carl. Yo, what up, guys? I'm here, I'm full, I'm ready to roll, <laughs> ready to talk to Sierra, ready to chop it up with Zach. Let's get it. Right. Not leaving ever again. So let's oh, just get that. We're just throw that. Um if you missed last week's episode, are you good? Like hit that subscribe button down there. We're on every platform, like Spotify, iTunes, everything. Audio only. It's I mean, it is what it is. I don't I don't know. Like if you're not watching this, there's something wrong with you. Plain and simple. But we got one hell of a guest with us today. We have Sierra Dawn. She's a Twitch streamer. She's a Pokemon master in, like, training. She's a freaking, uh, she's been casting ridiculously now. A media like the beast. Last, like, two. A media beast. A real media beast. Uh, and I feel like she came out of nowhere, to be honest. And you know, I want to know I want to know all about that. Like, so it, it something. So how's it going today, Sierra? It's going pretty good. Um... <laughs> I know Carl left last week early to go get hot wings, and I mean, ever since we've been talking about that, I do have some in my kitchen. I might have to pull a car hill. Great. Carl here, so. <laughs> That's great. She's going to leave. Good job, good. Carl. Just eat wings while we, yeah. while we interview. It's like... I know, right? That's a, hey, that's hot a ones. Hey, There's nothing wrong with that. When Jester was on here, we we're, were drinking alcohol, and then we got this whole, like, ordeal, like, oh, Jesper is a kid. I'm like... Yeah, but it's in Europe. You guys got to, you need to understand. It's different. They can drink when they're like eight out there. Yeah, man. they're like 10. Like, they can it's drink. wild west out there, dude. It's right. fine. But let's just jump right into it. So is Twitch where you started? Is that how this happened? Or just a love for Pokemon? Or how did this all begin? Um, so there's always been that love for Pokemon. In terms of getting involved in the community, um, Twitch was kind of like the first little jump into there. I've always wanted to YouTube. And then I'm like, damn, YouTubing's hard. And I'm like, it's oversaturated. It's super difficult. You're never going to get noticed. And then the TCGO category on Twitch, if y'all have ever hopped by there, um, not actually that many people there, at least not like three years ago. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to Twitch stream instead and then get a little bit of a following swap over and then kind of fell in love with it and then hopped in the real life community past that. And here we are. Right? Is it was TCG always the goal, or was it? Like... I don't. I don't know why I started playing TCG. Honestly, right. um, I had a bunch of code cards, and I'm like, I'm gonna put this. <laughs> I'm gonna put these online. I like opening packs, and then from there, I was like, I guess I kind of want to learn how to play this game. So then, when I thought about streaming, I was like, I might as well just play TCGO. I don't really know what I'm doing, but easy enough to play. I think it was the only game I could really stream as well. I had a really bad laptop, so I couldn't okay. do too much else. And then I know that feel. Great. And then just like everyone was super chill and I really liked the community. Um so I just kind of stuck with it since then. That's crazy. Like cuz like when I think video games and Pokémon, it's like the TCG is the last thing I want to play. Like I look at it, I'm like, I dread <laughs> testing in my life. I'm like, I have to sit here and play this game for four hours by myself. And I'm like, because like, I grew up on the, the video games. And like, I love the video games. The video games are great. Um, I went to a card shop once and they had like Pokemon tournaments. In my head, I'm thinking video games. They're like cards. I'm like, 
<laughs> what are those? Yeah, I'm like, great. What am I gonna do with that? But then, but yeah, it's 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 a bit wild to to think that your first like go at it is straight into like the TCG. Yeah. Like, um, that was just for in the community. Pokemon is literally like I grew up yeah. with Pokemon. It's been my whole life. I don't know what form of Pokemon my parents got me first, but I grew up playing all the video games. I watched all the anime. I collected okay. the cards. Um, I don't recall a point in my life where it wasn't revolved around Pokemon, but the TCG was like the first like jump into actually getting friends and getting into the community. Um, Pokemon, Uh, not just getting bullied in school for it. (laughs) But like, that's a a topic I want to hit too, because I've, I've been like, I through, I would say high school, junior high and high school, I quit Pokemon completely. And like, it wasn't until after that that I got back into it. And then when I got back into it, it was a secret. Like, I didn't want to tell anyone. <laughs> I didn't tell oh, no one nothing. I started this whole YouTube channel. Still didn't tell nobody. I was just, like, keeping it on the low. Like, is that is that is that something to even, like, consider? Like, now I, I look at it. I put it on, like, resumes. Like, hey, I have this YouTube channel. I have this. But, like, back, in, back when I first started, I'm like, I don't want to be a loser. But, like... Is that, like, is that a thought process in your head? Like, I'm a nerd loser? Right. I mean, all through growing up, yeah, 100%. Really? Like, like yeah. no one, like, if people, like, people knew at one point I played Pokemon, so then I stopped, like, telling people I kind of kept to myself, and then I kept playing, and nobody knew about it. And then even, like, getting into the TCG, like, nobody really knew. And then my Twitch channel, I didn't even tell my parents for a hot second um, (laughs) until it kind of started taking off a little bit. And then, like, my coworkers started finding out. My parents started finding out. And then people are actually really open to it. They're like, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, I don't (laughs) I don't know. But it's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah, I get that now, man. Right. I I feel like I'm so old to be touching Pokemon. Well, I mean, like, like, growing up, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! like all in junior high high school and i was really good so it was like really weird to like win a regional on a sunday and then go to school on a monday and then not be able to tell anyone right it's like all to yourself right i i'd be like dude i just won like 500 bucks and like three ipods and like an invite to nats yesterday and then like literally 12 hours later in first period i'm happy but i can't say anything. anything and i can't i can't put it on any social media and like nowadays um so nowadays like when i'm trying to like go on dates or like meet people and stuff like i'm in a really great area where like it's on my facebook like rare candy i you know i pimp everything out i have a haunter tattoo do you want to see it yes i have a haunter tattoo right so didn't you just get this oh shit hey it looks like a right so Yep. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine taking off your pants for the first time. Oh, <laughs> and then they're like, "Yo!" And then they're like, "Oh, cool! It's a ghost." And I'm like, "Yeah." Not There's a, a better one too. There's a better one too, but only if you want to trade. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it's just it, I always get looked at as some kind of immature loser. Always. Really? No one ever accepts it. Yeah. No one ever understands it. Really? So I can't be like. Oh well, I have I do all this positivity. Like I can't do all that stuff. I'm just like, yep, I play Pokemon. I, I, don't, I think I had yeah. a cop out, like because Chum Lee was a part of my channel. Mm-hmm. Like it was people seen it and was like, oh shit, that's a celebrity. Like you're friends with him and you're that you guys play Pokemon, and I'm like, 
Yeah. 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 That's badass. Yeah. Right? And people are like, like no one talks shit. And in my head, like I was like, this shit is whack. But like, I'm. But then like, Kevin and Chumley were like, dude, you gotta stop living this two life bullshit. Because like I'd be hanging out with them and. Someone would call and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, um, "Just chilling, just chilling, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing." Surprises off chum right quick, right? right? <laughs> we hit like 20k subs, and I was like, "This is dope," but I can't write anything to nobody. I have to it's do, stuff, it? right? Not. I was like, and then one day we did a podcast. Like we we used to do a pod. It wasn't really. It's was called uh, the Top Table. And we used to do one once a week and like this subject came up and they're like, dude, you got to stop. And then I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just, I think on the podcast, I messaged this girl that I was talking to. I was like, I play Pokemon. I was like, all right, it's over. It's over now. I just do that. The double life ends. Yeah, the double life right now. Her identity comes out. Yeah. You're smiling with her favorite Pokemon. That was actually an obscure Pokemon and not like one that everybody picks. She's like, I like I like Miss Magius, and you're like, oh, uh. yeah, right? When someone like I, I feel that way about like a few things. When someone knows a lot about Pokemon, I'm like, oh, you're super dope. And then like I'm super into MMA fighting, so mm-hmm. like if you know stuff about that, like I'm like, oh, what's your ring size? <laughs> I'm like. Um. No, I get that too, man. It was really weird. And then ultimately, I kept it a secret forever. And then when I got into Pokemon literally two years ago, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be out there with it. I love I like this. And um, but I started in a really weird way. I went in, like hey, you I went into the comic book shop and they're playing Pokemon. I was looking for something dumb, like a like a like a figure or something just for myself and I'm like, oh shit, Pokemon. And and I'm like, nerd the whole time. Yeah, I like, I, you know, you're looking for a little cute little thing. I, I got a lot of space in here, right? So, like, they're playing, and uh, I'm like, oh, I bet I could romp these clowns, even though I don't know what this Pokemon is. So, they're playing, one guy's playing Greninja. You sound like a Yu Gi Oh player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the first thing I did was orient my deck sideways, and he's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, now you're about to get the hands. And oh, then yeah. I. I won a bunch of games with obviously Greninja Break because it's nutty awesome. back, yeah, then. back then. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm going to go home and play it and try this. So that's kind of how that started. But yeah, dude, just nobody gets it. It's, it's, no. it's messed up. It's just so, how it is. And, so, Sierra, you started. When did you decide you're going to play like actual Pokemon cards? Like, you're going to buy the cards, like, you're going to start playing? Um, It was a few months before. Um, Madison 2017 I was just like I'm like screw it I'm like I have a lot of fun doing this I had opened enough of the cards IRL that I'm like hey I figure I can get like a deck together so I put my cards together what I had like opened and stuff Um, this is like just getting to Sun and Moon base uh, I think so probably a bit before yeah like into that season I'm not quite 100% sure on the timeline but I made this really dumb Espeon deck Okay. Um, so the Espeon GX and then yeah. the Evolutions from Ancient Origins. Okay. And I messaged the owner of the league and I was just like, how good is everyone there? Because I've never played IRL before and I have a really bad deck. He's like, oh, nobody's really that good. I was like, all right. So I made this really bad deck um, and I showed up there and I wiped everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh. oh. 
And then after that, I started like getting more cards and kind of trading to start like playing a bit more competitively. I started going to a league out of town that was a little more competitive and then started attending events. That's dope. Nice. And then, uh, then last year you did what you were the producer for how many, mm-hmm. how many streams was it? I did five regions five last regions. year. How, yeah. So what? Oh, she got me on stream. Oh, well, no wonder I wasn't that good. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> damn. I won, no. dude. I won. No, I, I remember there was a lot of hype be- behind your first one. Like, I remember because I was really into watching Dead Draws podcast, and they there was just so much hype behind, like, this is going to be different. Like, we are going to produce the best streams, blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm not going to lie. I got, I, my hopes were so high on the first one. And then it was just like a normal stream. And like it, I, I'm sure you've seen my dumb ass in, in Twitch chat. This is normal. What are you talking about? But like, uh-huh. I know there's got to, there's so much into it. Like you, like, how was it when you're sitting there and you have to go, I have to produce this whole stream on my own pretty much. Correct. Yeah, I think people really underestimate um, what goes into it. So they see what Pokemon does on like, an official level. They have a full crew. They have real equipment. Every single regional I produced last year, my stream setup I use at home. I packed it into my car, and I drove 12 hours, and, and I reset it up there. It's my own equipment. Um, it was overlays that I made. It was everything that I did myself, um, and... Like I had an amazing, I had amazing casters. I had amazing like co-producer and um, Justin Summer who did the VGC side. Um, But he did his stream. I did my stream. um, And all the back end work is just ourselves per Pokemon. I'm sure they have quite a few people doing this. um, And I don't think people really like realize that or really like necessarily respected that. Um, So like you're saying like, Oh, it's going to be different. And then it just ended up being normal. It takes so much effort for it to be normal. Normal is basically what you could hope for. And by the end of, like, the fifth regional, I mean, the last two or three regionals, Hartford and Madison, we were the first grassroots stream to have um, backup games. Um, We did backup games flawlessly. um, So we had a two-minute window with the judge. We had to get a... We had to disrupt a game, get it on stage, and get it going in under two minutes, or else we weren't allowed to do it as according to the head judge. And we're the only grassroots stream to even attempt it, um... And we accomplished it flawlessly, IMO, nice. which I think was really a cool testament to what me and the casters were able to pull off. Um, and I think we had some big strides. I think if it was something that we continued to do this year, um, that really that heightened bar would be able to show since the crew would start getting more comfortable with each other, but with just a limited amount of people. I mean, I feel like right. we did the best for what we were given. Yeah, so. I, I, I think, I mean, I love the casters. I love... The projection oh. was great. Like, I just thought I was hyped. Like, I just got overhyped for it. <laughs> like, it was like when someone tells you a movie is going to be the greatest movie ever. And give me, give me two like, more people right? and give me a little bit of a budget so I can stop breaking my own computer to take it places <laughs> and like get a couple of things that would have really set us apart. Like, I had big ideas, but there's yes. always limitations to those ideas. Um, that ultimately, like. They're not really, like, I don't know, just, you need to pay for people to get to events. You need to pay for the Wi-Fi. I mean, Wi-Fi for events could cost anywhere from $2,000 to $15,000. So, like, 
where's your money for equipment? Where's your money for anything else? You know what I mean? So a lot of things like that people don't think about. I'm super grateful for that, for being on, on your stream. Um, Cause like Jeff and Kirk and all them, they did just such an amazing job. Oh yeah, Jeff, Kirk, and um, oh John God. are just absolutely amazing, and they're so great to work with as well. Like, um, they had all casted before. This is my first time producing. This is something I've never done this before. But just the experience that they brought—they're like, we'll pick the matchups. We figured out our own rotation. Um, they just did so much on their end that I only had to worry about me. And then they would still check in. Hey, do you need to like, us to grab you food? Cause you've been sitting on the computer for eight hours and haven't moved. Like, right. can we help you out? Like they were just amazing like to work with. Um, what, I don't know if you want to touch on this, but I feel like, like why are you, you're, did, were you offered to do it again or how that whole, cause that team, I felt that team was good and I don't see it anymore. Is that, is there like internal issues or is there, you're just not, you don't want to do it anymore and they just broke it all up or how do you know anything um, about that? There's things that I can't necessarily talk about. If anybody's yeah. really been paying attention in the community, I'm sure they could see the shift and where it's going in terms of what I can say about it. I have information I can't necessarily share, That's but fine. it's kind of something if anybody's paying attention to the pattern, I'm sure they could pick it out. If you yeah. kind of talk to a couple players in the know, I'm sure people can get that information. I just can't be the one to, you don't to want discuss. To it. That's fine. Yeah. That's but fine. um, even if somebody I, isn't no, able to get that information, I think they'll probably be able to figure out in a couple months anyways, right. where it's going. But um, think, there was, yeah. um, there was, um, I was, um, unable to do anything for Knoxville um, just because of my own plans with like um, getting my own invite and stuff. Um, so then I was really grateful at the opportunity at Richmond to be able to um, cast. That's dope. I did great. And it was such, for the whole year, it was just so professionally done. And I really loved, I was a little skeptical at first, honestly, when it was announced. So where Zach was very hyped, I was a little bit skeptical because I know I, I'm oh, not I'm a skeptical. Dude, I, Dude, the stuff I, they were saying, I'm telling you, the stuff they were saying, on the Dead Drop podcast was like, we're going to have tickers across the bottom that tell all the cool stuff that's happening. We're going to have player cams. We're going to have this. I'm like, this is about to be dope. Oh, my gosh. With the player cams, I had all the equipment. I spent like eight hours trying to get those cameras up. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have professional equipment, right? no problem. Right. When you're working with five Logitech C920s. And you're ooh, by yourself. Logitech webcams. Too. Logitech webcams are so good, but the C920s don't work well with each other. Anyone yeah. who's produced the stream or is using this equipment can tell you the C920s do not work. I get three up, and then my whole computer would crash. Blue screens. I it was it was a t- Memphis was a terrible day, <laughs> but um. So we were yeah. lucky when we got two cameras up, and the computer didn't blue screen. <laughs> okay. There was just high yeah. hopes. Like just... I think everything was supposed to be there, but like. The money and the manpower is just not there. To, was not there to do it, and yeah. which just makes you, a lot more sense. When you see when you go to like inter, uh, internets or worlds, and you like when you drop early, like I do, and you're like <laughs> up there watching closely, like there's so much, well, and you like could like get a peek back there, and then it's just there's just so much going on. So the fact that you were able to do so much with what you have is. One, a testament to your own personal knowledge and being very good at this whole thing that I have great respect for because my stream is the most low-budget, dumb jock <laughs> production. I'm like, I'm like, I sound like a strip club DJ. I'm talking so <laughs> like, right? And then like, 
it, the Michael started screeching, and I'm just like, I'm just not, I'm actually not gonna talk today. And then to go from like being, you basically did all that with some of the shit that I have at home, and that to me is like mind blowing stuff. So that's, I mean, nice. hey, for a whole year, that's wow, that's really good. Um, certainly not easy. So right. hopefully you get back there. I don't know what the so what the deal is. What what yeah. made you decide you wanted to cast? Is it like because you've what you casted pretty much the last two regionals? I know half of day two. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I did day two for Knoxville. I competed in day one. Unfortunately, I'm trash. Um, was unable <laughs> to make day two. Um, so for day two, they had me on, which I'm super grateful for because it was a lot of fun. And then after that, um, Richmond, they needed an extra person. I wasn't planning on attending Richmond Regional. So they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll have you cast. So um, I don't necessarily know why I wanted to get into casting. Um, and anyone who watched Memphis last year, um, my very first casting was actually semis and finals of Memphis. Oh, yeah, I do um, remember that. I do yeah, because um, Kirk and John had to head out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, I never had any casting experience. I had to like dummy down my whole stream for somebody else to pop in and produce. And then I got thrown on camera. Um, and then after that, I was kind of like, well, that was hectic. And I felt really embarrassed, but I was like, I kind of enjoy this. I don't know. It's kind of different. And it's, it's very different from streaming, but it's still kind of in the same light of being able to sit in front of a camera and talk about something that's happening. And even though I was a little unfamiliar with all of the more technical game analysis and getting all the really cool things. It was still a position that I was comfortable with and really wanted to like go into a little bit more. So right. I was I very think, excited that they had me on for Richmond. Yeah. I think a lot of people need to realize that like when it does come to casting, there's two type of casters, there's color and then there's uh yeah, no one gets that. No one gets that. Like, no one gets that at all. There's like, it's okay for one person on the stream to just be talking about what is happening on the board and then yeah, you can have you have yeah. a good support system where you have another person that can go into depth of like why this stuff is happening right like it makes the stream so much better and i think mm-hmm. like that people like judge so hard on the person that's just like um he's playing this card and you're like she doesn't even know what that does or he he doesn't know what that does it's like <laughs> you don't like that's, i like doesn't you have to but when you're sitting there trying to like decipher like everything they're doing and recall the exact text on a card right. there was once at richmond um the other person was saying that there was a pokemon communication plate i was like oh no it was an electromagnetic radar which if you discard two cards lets you grab and then i just forgot what it grabs so i'm just like <laughs> Two Pokemon. Uh, I know what the card does. Right? You're sitting there under pressure, though, and you're like, oh, there's hundreds of people watching. I mean, yeah. your mind kind of slips. <laughs> 100%. Like, even Rule, when he, he did it, like, Rule's a top player. He knows what these cards do. I promise you. <laughs> but when you're putting in a situation, like, it's a lot harder than people think. I'm like, he, like, oh, said yeah. acrobike for, like, or no, he, I don't it was like Pokecom for an acrobike. He's like, he didn't re- grab the acrobike or something. I'm like, I know, he sounds dumb, but I promise you, it's just the situation. There's such is, easy mistakes yes. to make up there. Plus the players yeah. are playing so fast. Their heart, like things exactly. are difficult to see. You're trying to follow along with the gameplay and like yeah. strategize like what they're trying to accomplish while you're trying to ex- also explain mm-hmm. what is happening in that current moment. Like there's so much. And I'm like... I'm really known for shit talking. Like, I, <laughs> there's one thing I cannot like. I cannot stand 
bad casting. As much as I know how hard it is. Like, I get it in my head. I'm like, this isn't easy. But I I hate it at the bigger level. When we go to ICs or we go to Worlds and there's casting on there that just doesn't... Like, I feel like there are just better people in the community that can do it. And, like, I get it, like... It's hard, but you can't just put people up there that don't play the game, like in my head. Maybe like, one day I'll be up right? on that stage. I, I, stage I, commentating. I, I mean, I'm not going to throw names. Like we've, I've gone over this a lot, but there, <laughs> there's just multiple times in these big events where there's stuff that is said that is just blows my mind. I'm like, you've literally never seen this matchup in your entire life. So please just exit the stage. And like I know that's wrong. Like I shouldn't be that way. I hundred percent I know it's hard. The whole situation you're put in this situation and it's hard, but um I just I don't know. I I can't watch it. I think it's really difficult to do with passing, just like what they're trying to accomplish too, because um for Pokemon, like there has to be like a certain standard met. So they're super like entertaining people that'd be great at casting. But, but if somebody's up there making fun of things or is not necessarily the most um, friendly in how they approach things. Mm -hmm. I mean, Pokemon's friendly to everybody. So if a caster can't do that, it makes, it makes it then weird. What like Pokemon's going for in terms of like their casting stuff. But like, I've talked to Kirk about it and it's like, he doesn't know if he'd ever be able to do commentating for a big event because of his personality. He's like, I don't know what their, like, do they want these people to be more professional and straightforward? Oh, yeah. And this yeah. is how we don't want you to be loud and exciting. We want you to be professional. And he's like, maybe that's how it is. And, like, if that is how it is, then everything I'm saying goes out the window, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you're right. What you're doing is good. Because I just can't watch boring stuff. So, like, when there's no <laughs> entertainment, but you, they might be under that... <clears throat> circumstance where pokemon's like yo professionalism i don't i don't want to hear you screaming towering splash all right get out of yeah, here I can't, I can't do it with the with the lack of enthusiasm either man right. like the best so the best football commentator that i ever watched his name is gus johnson he used to do nfl games and there'd be like a 30 yard touchdown like uh, you know, a, a run-of-the-mill play most weeks of the season, and he would get so hyped. He'd be like, he's got it! It's like the second quarter, it's like a blowout. And I, it could bring life to a game that I otherwise wasn't interested in. Right. Uh, and then Kirk's enthusiasm, for example, when Azul did the thing, exactly. uh, <laughs> was amazing. There was somebody that doesn't play sitting next to me, because I usually stre- uh, play and watch streams in a public place. Um, and then he's like, dude, what's, he's like, yo, what's happening over there? And I'm like, uh, just a towering splash for six prizes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, see the greatness is just, that's a Zool, man. And then, uh, it was super loud. It was really nice. And he was actually interested in what was happening. Whereas like, oh, and, uh, he's going to use uh tingly return GX for knockout. What a crafty play, you know, like, but I, I'm almost positive that there are parameters on the inf- amount of enthusiasm that I they can show. There, has to be. there, there definitely is. Yeah. There's right. definitely, I believe, very strict standards like yeah, going 100%. into it that people have to be following. Right. Have you? I think Kirk is the perfect grassroots streamer or ca- caster. Right. 
um, yeah. for where we are now because of his mix of knowledge and enthusiasm. Because that enthusiasm is like, I think that's kind of how you grow the game. And I had a really long conversation with him. And I think that that's how you catch the 10 people or so who like really aren't in the game, but are watching the stream anyway. Like get them, if you get half of them interested, like that's a win for the game. You know, like that's the win for everybody. So that's kind of how I think. I'll watch a shitty soccer game because the guy is saying goal in a different language. He's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, I'm at home. I'm like, oh, right? <laughs> you know. So I, I agree. Know. I think I, there's... I was, if I ever get an opportunity, I'm gonna bring the excitement, and oh. you know, like that's th- that's what I would do. I think I talk so much shit that someone's just got to give me an opportunity so they can talk shit about me about <laughs> how dumb I am. Because like, chat would eat you. Oh, they would eat me. I, but I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> I dropped the hammer on all of them, dude. Don't worry. Give me that sword in Twitch chat, and I'm dropping. I'm dropping. The problem, the problem is like I'm too busy playing in day twos. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. All I'm saying. I don't have that problem. Too busy. I don't have that problem. Sundays are always full. But <laughs> maybe we'll one day we'll stream your game, Zach. Yeah, probably Zach, not. Zach, known as one of the biggest assholes in the entire <laughs> community, uh, he's gonna go ahead. and <laughs> Here and I'm gonna do it like a professional stream, it's real quiet. I'm gonna rip you a new one in a neutral ass I tone, like it. and then just be super hateful. Like, yeah, Zach, uh, Zach once neglected to save a cat from a tree when he was perfect, and uh, yeah, he's gonna take game one here. And uh, okay, we're gonna shuffle Some, up. somehow. Yeah. He won, yeah, somehow Zach wins, which is uh, just I don't know, mm-hmm. very mystifying to me, but whatever, yeah, mm-hmm. get, so. Get, we were talking last week with Tate. Um, as much as this content creating and Twitch and website designing is cool, we still want to be good at this game. Is that a goal for you? Like, I know you've committed this year to trying to get your invite. Is it you just like, this is all cool, but I want to be known for being good at this game? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to just like be like the online meme deck player. Like, I, I don't know. I enjoy the game. I enjoy playing it competitively. I like being able to try and help like my community get better at the game. And I think it's cool if they can see my growth because obviously, like, I'm not the greatest player. I think I might be just a smidge better than I let on with my TCGO skills because obviously, I play like, trash in TCGO. Because who doesn't? But I'm definitely not like top player caliber. But I kind of think if I can maybe kind of get halfway there and have the community kind of follow along and watch that and learn, that it'd kind of be a really cool thing. And I think that'd be super satisfying like for myself to like see my own growth in that game. Right. I think a lot of people look at streamers and go, they're bad. And I'm like, again, you've never streamed. Because I, I've streamed a couple times and, like, there's so much going on. Like, in this game, as much as it's just, like, you solitary, you kind of just play at your own pace. If you're not paying attention and you don't, you're not looking at everything, you're going to play bad. And, like, hmm. streaming by itself will, will do that to you. Just looking at chat, like, you do stuff that's bad and then... Like, everyone just goes, oh, you're bad at the game. It's like... Oh, yeah. It especially, like, depends on, like, the type of, like, channel that you're running as well. So, 
my channel, I'm very interactive. Everyone that comes in, I like to say hello. I like to have a conversation. If I'm having 40 individual conversations, as right. well as running my stream, I've got two tabs open. I've got like my stream manager. I have my OBS. I have all my alerts. And then I'm playing a game of Pokemon as well. Like right. I'm going to miss play. Right. I'm not, how, I'm not. How I'm dare you not that. attach that dark energy to yeah. your Weeball. And then somebody, yeah. like example, I, I misplayed yesterday. I like made a joke in the chat. I was like, oh, we're going to make this joke. You all say this in the chat so I can roast somebody. And while doing that, I made a mistake in the game. And somebody's like, wow, you're actually trash. Ah, still don't God. still don't know if they're joking or not because they could have been. Right, but, um, but still. I mean, I was doing something else. I wasn't paying attention to the game because I thought that was funny. And it was right. kind of. It's kind of like fun for content and stuff, but um, I then like I made a mistake in the game, and then that's really what people sometimes focus on. Hundred percent. So it's kind of a weird balance. I think the best streamers don't play the game well, like because the game is not entertaining. You cannot sit there. You could like I don't care. You could put Tord and have him sit there and play Pokemon TCG for three eight hours, and you could just watch him in silence. It is not entertaining. It's just not fun. The game's not great to watch. You need that, what you have, where you're talking to people and you're having fun to make your stream so much better. People, I promise you, people are not coming to your stream to watch you play Pokemon. They're coming to interact with you and have a good time. And yeah, I think, I think that since I've gotten into it, I think every individual viewer comes to the stream with their own goal. I so I I will have the same people generally show up all the time. And they know by now that you do not come to my stream to watch high-level gameplay. You don't. You come to donate to a cause or get get a have a conversation with me or have me just joke around or have me give you packs. Like generally one of one of those four things, or maybe all four at once will be taking place. So I Personally, I know that I am so much better with the cards in front of me than I am when I play on stream. So, like, now I make a joke out of it. Right. Like, let's see if we could misplay ourselves out of this game by talking to all my beautiful friends in stream. And it's so hard. It's so fucking hard to play well when you are doing... I couldn't imagine doing it at the level that Sierra does it at. Because, like, I get, like, 20 viewers a stream. And then on the sidebar, I'm like, oh, Sierra's big chilling with 80 viewers. That's tight. I wonder how that's – that's probably fun as hell, but it's probably hard as shit. And I can't even do it with 15 because I'll see one person. I'll be like, yo, for example, uh, yo, Zach, what's up, man? How's this in your life? And I'll be – like the timer will go, and I'm like, man, I got time. I got 12 <laughs> seconds. I can do a whole, I can do a whole, a whole, a whole conversation with this guy. You know, So it's hard as shit. It's so hard. And people right. will say you're trash and – you're bad or what about this and i'll just be like bro honestly i'm really not here to like you but you don't want to say that you don't want to say that because then you can alienate people and then like that affects it's just the whole you have to think about like the the spider web of shit that could be affected like the it's, back it's really the hard. backseat really playing is was the worst thing like when someone's trying to tell you oh. how to play the deck yeah or uh, like that stuff gets on my nerves. I'm like, like dude, I know. just go play. Like, just go play. I'm not here. Hey, I straight up said, I'm like, just go to Pokemon.com and download the game there if you, you want to play. I, I understand that, that people like try to help because like I feel like a lot of the backseating is people see you make a mistake and they think that you're incompetent at playing the game. And they, they're trying to help you without realizing that telling you how to play the game isn't necessarily helping. 
It's like yeah. it comes from like an okay place, and then it's like, no, please don't though. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's one thing, know. especially like if you tell them, like, hey, like I'm just learning this deck or whatever. Like, I'm gonna make mistakes. <laughs> just let me do it, and it, like you, it's almost the same person every time that just keeps going. I'm like, yeah, someone just banned that dude. Get him out of here. <laughs> I'm it's, so the second hard. I pick up a new deck, I don't IRL or online, I'll pick up a new deck and it's like I've forgotten how to play Pokemon for like at least five games. I have no clue what I'm oh, doing. Sure. And sure. then I'm like, oh wait, this card does this. Is this why this is in this deck? People are like, yes, yes. you're dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, I, I understand know. why people are trying to backseat me, but I'm still like, just let me just do the dumb thing. Right. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, if you make a mistake one time, generally you won't you won't make it again. My big thing, the thing that I always do is like, I'll I'll take a lift or a list from like Omnipoke or something. And then I'll like, I'll have the perfect out in my deck, like with a calm and I'll, but I won't play the calm because I don't know the one of card is in the deck and I'll be like, Oh, guess we're screwed here boys. And then I'll just like attach attack. And they'll be like, dude, calm from calm from you and do cool stuff. Right. And I'm like, and I'm you're like, like oh. bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll make like a cute face. Like, <laughs> like tee you know, or <laughs> I'm not playing in real life, man. In real life, I'm convinced that I'm just like, great and then on stream i'm like no and the worst part is 90 percent of my play happens online so people will match with me and be like like with sierra whenever i match with sierra i'm just like hi you have a good deck right and then people will match with me and i'll be like oh i gotta bring this man the heat right now i gotta bring him the heat and then i'll just fucking botch the whole operation and i'll and i'll just send them like this like this emote like and then i'll just bounce <laughs> out of there um and then, yeah i don't know it's weird it's, it's it's really it's really hard to do i couldn't imagine doing it with more viewers which is why i'm glad i'm not the most popular right so, like, so yeah it's tough when it comes to like your obviously your goal is to make worlds this year and like i feel like um as a content creator you open doors for yourself right to have better testing to have access to better players right like i feel like personally i my game has stepped up a tenfold like i doing this podcast i have made connections with so many good players that like i can message someone and be like hey this is my idea what do you think and i will get a message back with no problem and as much as like um as that, I don't know how to explain, like, because your average player is not going to have that access, you know? Like, as much as anyone can message Sam Chen or whatever, is he going to reply? I don't know. He might be the nicest guy in the world. He might not. But I feel like in the last year, I've had so much more success because I can ma- message Raul or, or Russell Lapar and be like, hey, I got nothing. Like, what are we playing? And they'll throw me something. And, like, I feel like you you have that kind of access now as well. Am I wrong here? Um, I don't really think it's because of the content. Um, Mm -hmm. I've gone to quite a few like IRL events. Like last year I attended like the six regionals. I did play at one. And the year before that, I went to like six regionals as well. And just kind of like getting to know like friends in the community and like them seeing that I'm like trying to take things seriously is more so where the doors open. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's because of the content. I know it's like weird now, but like a year ago, I would argue that TCGO didn't really have too much competitive in it. Um, in the last like 
it like when I started, it was all casual and people like kind of taking things seriously. It wasn't people that were going to events. It wasn't a competitive place. You didn't have like Azul and Pablo and like Tricky Jim streaming. Yeah. It was just a couple of people that might be a little better, but still really weren't going to events. Um, so then the content creation didn't actually really open doors that way. It was more so like going out to events and then making those friendships. And I don't know. I hate messaging people and asking for right. and asking for any sort of help, though. I'm pretty stubborn, even right. though they're willing to help. But yeah. I would argue that content creation didn't really help quite as much. But I would say in having your name out in the community does help. Right. And if that's because of content, then that's great. Yeah, I think... A lot of people, I don't know, it's like, in my local scene, I feel like a lot of people give me shit because, like, I'm obviously getting better at this game. And, like, I do very well at locals now. And they're like, well, it's because you have access to everyone. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm sorry (laughs) I did something and, like, I made friends. I'm sorry I have friends. And, like, I don't know what to tell you. But, like, it's really cool. And, like, the community, as much as, like, there's so much bullshit in this community, but, like, I don't uh, surround myself with the bullshit. Like, everyone that I interact with, I have great bonds with. And I feel like when you get to a certain level where you're like, oh, shit, I'm getting really a lot better at this game. And, like, the there's stepping stones where, like, all right, I was I was doing nothing, and I was I had a little success, and then I started doing this podcast, and now like I have a stupid idea, I'll throw it somewhere. Like here, uh, Pokestats chat, I have this dumb idea here, and like Yo, I, w- I would say the Pokestats chat is like broken chat. the broken <laughs> chat. It's like if you took like every player that's like semi like. Their name's kind of up there, but they're not, like, a top player. Like, we just took them all and put them in one chat. And we're like, hey, guys. Yeah, we're, like all the up-and-comers. Yes, all the up-and-comers are oh, in that chat. Okay. And it's, like, these little things that I think, like, any player, like, can do. Like, I, you can get better just by interacting, bouncing ideas off of people. And, like, you might not have access to Raul or fucking Tord whatever but like I, I think a lot of this game is mental and i think that just bad like you might have the dumbest idea ever but it just takes one person to look at it and go you should do it this way oh, and now we're in there and like but all these people they get they get locked into um pablo made a video and i'm playing this deck and i'm like oh no yes no. and I, I like i try to tell people because like like you don't you sh- like net decking is a thing. I get it, but guilty. See, see I, I, I was guilty a long, long time, and now I get a lot of flack, even by top players that are like, Zach, all you do is try to build your own meta, and I'm like, you're right, but I also <laughs> like I look at your ideas, and I'm not a fan. All right, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think. Like, where I don't even know where I'm going with this at this point. Well, I have a thought on this whole thing. I think okay. that I think that being a content creator makes you more of a lightning rod for people who think you're um, kind of like an like by virtue of putting out content, people tend to think, in my opinion, that you're 
way better than you actually are. I agree. So I will, I will often. So the reason why I got on Rare Candy is because I played Eric at my first regionals, okay. and I recognized his voice, and I was like, "Yo, you're the Candy Man," and he laughed, <laughs> and he laughed, and we had a good game, and I, I beat him, and then um, we were still on kind of like a weird like. I know that guy, but like we're not friends. Based like now we're best friends. We talk every day. Um, so at Charlotte Regionals, I didn't even know the guy, and I went up to him and I was like, "Yo, like you trying to come to Toronto Regionals?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You want to stay with me?" And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then like this guy I barely knows me. This this guy that well, I mean, I I think I appear I pretty disarming. Yes, you're fine. But like, still kind of weird. Still not a thing that most people do. I'm yeah. very type A though, so I'm just gonna go for it. Um, so like this guy that I don't know staying with me for four days, and then like by the end of it, we're like really good friends, and it was like super great. But then ever since getting on there, now I get a lot of ideas sent to me like daily, five or six DMs probably, and I love it. I love it because I'm the first one to say like, "Hey man, listen." I love your idea and I'm going to play with it, but I really can't give you too much, but you've given me a lot to think about. So I get a lot of my own ideas. Like Vikavolt is a perfect example. Somebody was like, somebody was like, dude, what do you think about this? And I'm like, mother of God. Like I love (laughs) this card card was made for me. Um, So like we're, we're working with it. We're talking. So like, that's a good way to like get people who like somebody called themselves to me in a, in a message. This is just all stream of consciousness now, by the way. There's no point to any of this. They <laughs> We're called, both on nothing. They yeah. call themselves a nobody. And I just want to, for anyone listening, you are not a nobody. You're never a nobody to a content creator. Right. Or any or other people who are trying to, like, get grow the game, for that right. matter. Your ideas are always valid. And, like, Zach makes a super good point about that. And I get some of my best ideas on cards I don't even know fucking exist. I'm like, oh, shit. Right. I'm like, like, that's that, a that thing. Is, like, like that's a thing go with this thing and that thing so like okay that's cool so vika Volt honestly was like a community thing it wasn't like me like wasn't like just there. you huh wasn't yeah, just you it wasn't just me it was like oh okay like they're they they want it, they tell me to use a dedene and then this person's like oh power plant to beat zorark and i'm like eventually i have this list that i'm really happy with because it comes together from like people who are nobodies which is the stupidest right. it's poke this is the like, stupidest like, thing. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like offended by that. I'm like, dude, I, just because you don't, you don't have a platform does not mean that your ideas are not valid. I have a platform mm-hmm. and I'm one of the dumbest motherfuckers to walk <laughs> over, Right? I, 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 can, I, I can fight you for that title. Ooh, I, you, I, I come I'm with genius. it. You fight because I'm not giving that title up. <laughs> uh, so like, I don't know. As a content creator, I... I don't think it's gotten my foot in the door with a lot of good players. Um, the The best players that I know that I play with are we team super friends. Like we're a very low key team, but like that's just what we call ourselves, right? So those were made by like me being dumb and being like, "Hey, random guy, do you want to hang? Do you want to go to Toronto Regionals?" Or "Hey, guy, I played once who molly womped me in in round six. Do you want to test on PTCGO like every Monday?" And, like, that's the kind of shit that yeah. works I guess it's for me. different for me. Maybe I think that way is because I have a guest every week. And, like, I'm, I build these relationships with 
top players mm -hmm. because I have almost one every week on my show. So maybe maybe I'm I see it a lot different. But I think the cast goes a long way, honestly. Yeah. I think like by having rare candy, I could I like I DM'd Henry after Worlds. Yeah. Like the world champion who I barely know. And he's like, dude, I would love to do that. And I don't know, I guess realizing what you have and like the platform you have and the amount of people you could reach, people like they love that. They love yeah. the opportunity to do that because it's like rare, you know? And that gets your foot in the door a lot of places too. But I'd say my best relationships with people who I learned from, like Chris Sakala. Okay. Like perfect example, one of my best friends in the game, and he's obviously super good. But like the first event I ever went to, he's like the guy in the hotel room who doesn't even know who I am. And then like after three events, because I was like maybe funny to him <laughs> somehow. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Now we're like we talk about anything. We'll share lists right. and that kind of thing. So I, I, it's like a weird, it's like a weird mix of like having the platform, but like also just like vibing with certain people. And there's a lot of people in the community that I don't vibe with. Okay. You know, like I'm sure a lot. It's a weird. I mean, it's just a weird overall. And, and like I would say, ninety percent of these top players, they're great people. They're great people. I've, oh, all I have day. no no issues with anyone and. It's even if, good. and this should be said, even if in the past they were not great people. Correct. That has Correct. to be, because there are a couple community members that I have gotten closer to over the past six to 12 months who in the past were not very great people. Right. For one reason or another. You never know what's going on inside somebody's head or in their own personal life, right? right. So I would say that while this was a bad, strange interaction for you, you know, maybe twelve months from now, maybe twelve months from now, he vacates the doorway for you. I think it's a weird thing too in the community. Like you're saying, like a year ago, somebody in the community. There's people like that have been in the game. So like, I'm old, twenty four. Um, uh, uh, twenty seven. <laughs> um, twenty eight. <laughs> oh. So I'm old. Yeah. Um, so, crazy, but I've only been in the game for about three or so, like three years. So 21, I was a grown adult at that point. So like, I didn't go through this community as a teenager, people that have been in the game for longer, there's been people that have been in this community for half their lives. So including them being a dumb kid, including them being a dumb teen, oh, yeah. including Good them point. being a dumb adult, mm -hmm. like people will get these reputations for things they did as a dumb teen. Dude, I'm so glad and lucky that people in this community don't know some of the stuff I did as a dumb teen. They just see me as a dumb adult. They don't need to know the things that, like, yeah. 16 or 17, but not everyone in this community necessarily had that luxury of right. everyone not knowing their stuff. That's such a so. good point. That's yeah. such a good point. Like, we, I had Danny Altobia on this podcast, and, like, he's the huge example of this where... Um, that might have yeah, been it. <laughs> oh, that, that's just someone, like... In Great the guy. last like in the last year and a half, two, like his reputation has changed so much. Like and that and like when he was on the podcast, he explained like when he played this, he was a kid, just like you said, he was a teenager playing in this, and people got to see him act like a shitty teenager, and that stuck with him for so long. And mm -hmm. like it wasn't until recently where like even even people that I've heard them say the worst shit I've ever heard about Danny. I've recently have heard them say, you know what? Danny's a good guy. And you know what? Danny's mm -hmm. changed. And the shit I said about him was, uh, was wrong. And like, mm -hmm. it just takes like, 
work, man. Yes, exactly. And like, it sucks that you have to do it when when you have to explain yourself when you're a, a child. Like, exactly what Sarah said. If if I played this game when I was in high school, I would have zero friends too. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so glad you guys found me when you did because it's up like, until maybe three years ago, I was a arrogant piece of shit. I mean, I still <laughs> this game humbled this game humbled the shit out of me, dude, big time, and I love it better so, for it. You know? like we're in the Pokestats chat, they're all talking about uh, uh, Grant Manley. Like he's 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 spicy because he he likes to talk shit Grant. when he when it, while he's winning, and I'm like. You guys better hope I never start winning events. You know? <laughs> I will be like the most shit talking ever. Like if I ever popped off, like oh no one's gonna Grant, like me. Grant deserves it because Grant is probably the most beautiful person I've ever seen with the girl Snapchat filter. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, uh, he's a dime. <laughs> he's a dime. Grant. Oh man. Anyway, yeah, that's you heard it first. Carl's I, trying to get rid I, of the too. girl version of Grant. World's 2019. We Snapchat filtered everybody. Also, Blaine Hill, beautiful girl. <laughs> beautiful girl. Me. Is that the next track. YouTube video at the next show? We're doing, we're doing <laughs> all everyone on the filter. Also, also Michael Bergerac, not a good looking girl. <laughs> Me. Not a good, not good either. Not good, no. but Blade and Grant. I don't know what what's in that North Carolina water down there, man. Oh but my gosh. Wow. <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh, I think we took up uh, enough of your time. Let's uh, wrap wrap this up a bit. Um, so what what are what's the end goal here? Is this a is this a full time thing you want to do? Is uh, do you want to be world champion or what is going on? What's what's the end goal here? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there is a recently a producing job that came up with Pokemon okay. um, that would be a really cool end goal. It's not really where I'm at now, um, but that would be a super cool end goal. I would love, like, I don't know, full-time content creation is such a weird place to be. And if I was to make full-time content creation a thing, it would not be within Pokemon because Pokemon's just not big enough for it. Money, um, yeah. Yeah, so I would love to be able to set myself up, you know, have a good run at full-time content creation, see where it takes me, but get, like, that valuable resources and experience so one day I can get hired on within Pokemon. I think that would just be the coolest thing. I'd love to move to Seattle. Um, I would love to be able to work for Pokemon, whether it's producing for them um, or whatever it may be. But I think if it's not full-time content creation, that's the the end goal. It's working for Pokemon. I like it. Yeah, I think, start I think, off my uh, whole life with Pokemon, end off with Pokemon. I mean, I feel... It's, Retire it's on fitting. Pokemon? Yeah, oh, fitting. You know, you know what? I think we should all just get a a GTA 5 accounts and do role-playing all the Pokemon people, and we'll just uh, start our own uh, Let's do it. Let's do so, it. We can we could just do that. I think I we can read it every day. That's fine. I'm just robbing banks. My car gets win. And I, I give I all my know, money I've been away. addicted to that. I'm just throwing that. That's like my guilty pleasure oh my right God. now is that role playing GTA Five on Twitch. I just love it, and I'm like, I'm we, sh- we should do this. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, live stream it. Yeah. That. All right. Um, do you have any shout outs you want to do? Um. So shout out to Card Cavern. Um. So. I know I haven't really been able to go to a competition represent them fully, um, but they are my sponsor and my first sponsor ever as a player. So it's super cool. Um, 
yeah, and they're awesome. Um, beyond that, um, just shout out to my stream, everyone who's a part of it, everyone who's been a part of it in the last like two and a half, three years. Cause um, I mean, if it wasn't for stream, I mean, I wouldn't have every step that's brought me to where I am. I would not be here Dope. without and just shout out to my friends and everyone who make it happen. That is what's up. Yeah. Um, you got anything to say over there before we wrap this up? Me? Yeah, you. No, the other guy. The other one. Uh, I know you're not no. used to the end of the podcast because you missed the the only one we were supposed to. But this... I'd like to shout out uh, Rare Candy, All Ultra right, Pro, Side Gaming. <laughs> uh, and uh, no, no. Also, Zach, give me give me the floor here, man. This is super <laughs> fun. This is super fun. I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity to come home, cut my night off early. And uh, sit sit down with you and a, and a wonderful guest every week and just talk about stuff that isn't my usual platform of, like, get better, do this. Because I do believe in those things, but sometimes the brother just wants to chill and it's chop fun. it up and talk about what it's fun ever. Yeah. Right. And that's, so a, that's you, why man. we're here. We're here. This is the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. If you don't believe it, you can Google it, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but this is what we're here for. We're here to have fun. Um, one last shout out, um, Sam Chen's winning, women, winning, uh, LAIC tomorrow, just so everyone understands this. Um, I don't even know what he's playing, but he's, he's, he's on his shit. I don't think he knows what he's playing. That's true. We don't, we don't talk about that. No leaks. Uh, shout out to Danny. No leaks. No. Um, But yeah, guys. Not a drop. Time to wrap it up.